Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. We're back. I repeated what you just said. <laughs> we're back. We always say we're back. We never not say like we're back. Right. And we're always back. We're always back. Hello. Well, hi, Amy Rizzo. Hello, Catherine Hogan. Happy uh, Tuesday. Happy 11th episode of I Do yes. Rescue. <laughs> We've made it to 11. And thank you for joining us, Yay. everybody. And um, uh, we have some um, interesting things to tell you about our last weekend, and uh, today on the episode, we're going to be talking about the wedding police. The wedding police, yeah, like pull it over, pull, pull your car over. You're being arrested because your wedding was not done right or something. Fuck the wedding crazy. police. <laughs> what would that be? Um, I, I think I think NWA is, bri- you know, brides with attitude. <laughs> BWA, something like that. <laughs> Before we get too too far in, uh, we do I do want to remind everybody. So this is ID Rescue again, where the podcast not not for, for planning, planning your wedding, wedding, but to question the whole damn thing. The so we're here, thing. we're here to uh, poke at the wedding industry to say, hey, fuck the wedding police, fuck the wedding police. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so yes. this, is exa- this is literally this entire like the ring finger salute is exactly what that means. Is you know fuck the wedding police that um, there are no rules despite the fact that we all believe that there might be i don't know it's right crazy. yeah anyway. yeah anyway we'll get yes. we'll get to that yeah, but we'll we wanted to, to give you a little preview about where we're headed today before <laughs> we uh, uh dive into what i think was one of our most hilarious weekend activities <laughs> in a while <laughs> it wasn't really that hilarious it was just it was the company yes. the company we have uh well it started Last it year, was last year we were working on a project, and I invited you and Kristen, who was on our show a few up a couple episodes right. back, and her lovely beau Josh uh, joined in. And, and so you, me, Josh, Kristen, and Kristen, and of course, you know, Josh and Kristen are children of the '90s. They're they're like at least 15 years younger than us. Like they're right. Yeah. And so there, there are a lot of eighties movies they haven't seen. And I feel, well, it's uh, yeah, and I think we all have like, as you, as yeah. you heard in our, our uh, many of our podcast <laughs> intros that like, it's always like, how could you have not watched that? I know. How did you not watch yeah, that? What is wrong you with You know what? I also heard a comedian who said, you know, and it's like such a true thing where it's like, if you, just because you keep asking me that I've s- not seen it does not make me like have suddenly seen I have it. seen you it. You haven't seen it? What do you mean you oh, haven't wait, seen it? Oh, wait, now that how you could mentioned you have not it, Seen it. I actually have seen oh, it. Oh, I'm so glad you reminded me. Will you shut me. up I totally if I have. tell you that I've all of a sudden seen it? <laughs> anyway, we do this yes. to each other a lot about yeah. certain movies, but I think it's more the the uh, appalling feeling that it's like, oh my gosh, that, that movie is a staple in my world. How is it possible that this missed <laughs> you? How can you somehow? have been deprived of this? <laughs> right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, I feel it is our sort of big sister duty to um to our younger adult friends who who were born a generation too late, I guess, uh, <laughs> to make sure that they've seen these these fantastic you know classics and um and you know and i guess movies that embody to me what is the sort of the the nexus of 80s like culture like it's cheesy it's happy it's positive what's not to love and right and kristen and josh are two people who i think really do appreciate they are really in movies and yeah anyway i and, love it and tv they, 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 they really get into it and, uh-huh. so, and i think that they appreciate it yeah well, we watched space camp that was my birthday a couple years that ago. That was awesome. Or, I still yeah, have my little, 
Yes, I made everybody. Um, yeah, like the little um, team badges <laughs> and like your role, like commander Very or cute. Equi- I was pilot. equipment specialist or <laughs> communication specialist. Very cool. Nerd alert. <laughs> but and then what? What, what did well, we watch? We watched on. Um, it was. It was Kristen and I were painting Heritage Hall, and I was I was discovering that there are all these classic movies she's never seen, and I'm like, she's never seen Teen Witch. <laughs> And she had never seen Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh my! And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I grew up on those movies. Like, and and by the way, it's really funny. Like if you ever challenge any of your guy friends on '80s movie trivia, like everybody knows the the boy mo- the boy movies, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, um, even The Breakfast Club. There's a lot of like male perspective on that. The boys don't know anything about Teen Witch or Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Like th- there's like oh a whole God, genre yeah, of girls, specifically girls, eighties <laughs> movies that appealed to girls. Right. That the boys know nothing about, but they all act like, yeah, I know everything there is to know about the eighties. Teen Wolf, Back to the Future, exactly. Teen Witch, yes, that's for ladies. That's exactly right. It's my point. And so it was. So I, I felt like, okay you guys need to see these movies because this is exactly like this is my 80s like this was my childhood these are the mm-hmm. movies these are the characters that I looked up to and taught me those childhood <laughs> lessons you know and mm-hmm. I mean they were my heroes um so so yeah so that started what a year ago and then we got together Friday because it was so much fun and then and Josh is sort of the honorary um like, well hold hold on josh actually asked Kristen <laughs> specifically <laughs> can we have a movie night where we watch an 80s movie but just with Catherine and amy and you like and it, it, it trusts it, us <laughs> we're, we're a circle of trust <laughs> well and i mean i, I don't want to jump ahead too much but i mean in uh so you know what we watched was we watched two movies uh-huh we watched valley girl 1983 classic yes, with classic. Nic- Nicolas Cage. Yes, rom-com. Um, I, and I guess that one's kind of boy and girl sort of centric. But yeah, it's uh, it's a great great movie. Yes. And actually, I, we we discovered that it really kind of holds up. Can you it know? Did it, it, it? It's for a lot of reasons. Oh the music's gosh, still the f- amazing. The fashion was incredible. Fashion was amazing. Oh my really, goodness! Oh my, yeah, that hot pink jumpsuit her friend was wearing with yeah, the orange trim. <gasps> Only I yeah. had an 18-year-old body to <laughs> pull that off nowadays. No, it's, it, <laughs> and, I mean, and the acting is fairly good, and, yeah. and, and the storyline is good, and, you know, the women are pretty, you know, self-possessed, uh, exactly. you know, for the most part. Yeah. You know, it's, like, not embarrassing, like, watching 16 Candles, where right. you're like, oh, my God, please, how did we... <laughs> do we have to have the gong every time right. Long Duck Dong comes into the scene? It's is terrible. this necessary? Right, it's John terrible. Hughes, you should have known better. I know, should have known better. It's not okay. No. <laughs> But we also watched uh, just, just one, of, one the of the guys. So I want another one that it's like one, it, it holds up so well. Not bad, yeah. And, I mean, and it like was, she saw it was pretty cool. And you're watching it, you're like, this is like me too, like 1986. Four, uh, it was yeah, five, just a couple years I after. I think which, maybe nineteen eighty five. Eighty five, yes. And it was like you know, and if anyone doesn't know the premise of just one of the guys, uh, it's about a girl who's in the journalism like, journalism and she wants at her to, high school. Yeah, exactly. and she wants to be taken seriously as a journalist, and she's writing stories on like the nutritional value of school lunches, and and her teachers like investigative reporting, right? And her teachers like you know. You're a pretty girl. You'd make a great model. Not everybody has to be in journalism. And it's just like. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. 
so so yeah so she, she chops off her hair she chops her hair gets, changes school changes schools she gets um coaching from her super like toxic oh. masculine brother oh my god <laughs> the the, it's the like it's bed is just littered with, with playboy, playboy magazines and like the so grossest <laughs> but yeah and so she gets coaching from him and then goes to school to pretend that she's a boy to see if the world is different for her and anyway that's the premise of the movie but it's it is like it was so eye-opening like this is why i love this movie growing up because mm-hmm. that was going to be my future yeah well yeah. i mean and and um you know i mean watch so watching movies with uh josh and Kristen, well all of us it was really fun we had yeah. champagne cocktails which I gotta say, <laughs> those are so good. They're so good. Uh, Grand Marnier, yeah, a little vodka, yeah, and just your typical Andre uh, champagne. Mix it all together with. The, oh man, was it too good? It was, yeah, so and good. We f- polished off two bottles of champagne. Catherine, well, between four people, three. Three. I'm not ashamed. And yeah. then we moved on to car wine. So let's just. <laughs> oh, I forgot about car wine. <laughs> oh my Never God. forget about car wine. Car wine. <laughs> this. We won't, I won't explain more than that, but there was such a thing as car wine. We run, ran out of all the other stuff, and I said, oh, just hold on a minute. I'm going to go get the wine I have in my car. Yeah. Amy anyway. comes back into the house, and she's got this <laughs> bottle of wine, and I'm like looking around, and of course, I'm like, gosh, four drinks in, and I'm looking like, where did that come from? Like, I had it in my car. I'm like, that is brilliant. You can keep a stash of wine so, in your car. Yes. Well, I mean, first of all, it's super icy. And yeah. I, uh, and I, you know, I, did, I had to leave my car there for like two days, and it was kind of like your joke oh, about. Did like, I know, did I not notice that your car yeah, was my parked car was there for a minute? Oh my gosh, I don't even know that I noticed that. Yeah, I, I finally came and got it on Saturday. Sunday morning because it, oh. it was like our, I'm not going to yeah, talk about yeah. the weather, but it has just been ice, yeah. sheets of ice. Like yeah. I couldn't can't get in or out of my driveway. Yeah, it's, it's bad. I, I couldn't park in your driveway just now. No, yeah, no, the I mean, car just, just started to slide backwards. Oh, so I'm like, I'm gonna park at, across the street. So so right, yeah, and so and because I also have a daughter once I'm in it's like it's really hard to get out of the house and so while I was out I was like you know I'm gonna get myself a bottle of wine so if I have it for this weekend <laughs> it, and oh, I realized that so it wasn't like I just have it sitting back there just <laughs> <laughs> my flashlight my bullet my emergency blanket my donut if I have a flat tire and car wine and that a is bottle what of wine I mean <laughs> I, it's, it's, my father would be proud completely logical I'm not gonna <laughs> it really is honestly so, I had brought the car wine in, but I want, here's what I wanted to say about yes. the w- movie watching with Josh. And it, it occurred to me at some point when we were watching like why it was that Josh needed that time with us because okay. our conversation <laughs> detoured into <laughs> I places that I realized, I mean, we talked about uh, female manscaping, manscaping and ladyscaping, ladyscaping. And, you know, we were using <laughs> our. Uh, you know, analogies to describe we were, we were our, our using, individual hair patterns. We were using haircuts. Nether, nether region hair patterns. We were using, yeah, famous people's haircuts. Like, um, and, and it's a joke I have with, I won't, I won't embarrass this friend by calling her out, but we have a joke. It's our nickname for each other. I call her Telly Savalas because she was telling me about. I think you said this on the last episode. No, I don't think I've said <laughs> this on the, No, and I'm not saying who. She, she knows who she is. So there's Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas because she was telling me about laser hair removal and all right. this and that's just what she was doing and I'm like well shoot I guess that makes me Gene Wilder not Gene Autry <laughs> not Gene Autry <laughs> but I, I was telling Amy the story I originally said Gene Autry and, and I was like, like what is it a little you wear, ca- you wear a cowboy hat nobody <laughs> put a little saddle on it <laughs> it sings <laughs> it dances 
And then, uh, you know, yeah, of course, <laughs> one of us was Mr. T, and there was somebody who was a chia pet, and yeah, we we, we were. Wait, what was it? There was oh, there was one that was a poor man's, um, uh, the poor man's Telly Savalas, and said it was Bruce Willis because <laughs> 1980s Bruce Willis because I couldn't afford laser hair removal. <laughs> it was just like a little stubble kind of on top. Oh my god. Anyway, at that point, uh, and, and, there, and, and it, it definitely went, you know, off the rails in many in many ways. But uh, Josh, is Josh was like, yeah, I mean, if, if, if there were other men here, this conversation would not be ha- taking place in the way that it was. He would have. Uh, most gentlemen might just have got up and left the room, possibly. Well, I mean, I think Some most guys, of us, yeah. most of our friends are pretty open minded yeah. and, and would have jumped in. Yeah. But I felt like there was a level of. Um, you know when you like you tell your girlfriends things, you know, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know things that you probably wouldn't. I mean, I'm not going to say it around my brother, you know, kind of thing, <laughs> or you know, and I probably wouldn't right. feel comfortable. I don't know something about Josh. You know, he he seemed to ne- seemed to need it, and then you know we were all of course comfortable sharing right. things with him, and so right. you know, it ended up being really it was really fun, yeah. and um, <laughs> anyway, we had a great time. It was a uh, it was it was nice to. Um, watch some 80s yeah it was and, it, and it, like i said it feels good to share these movies with the younger generation and um and like you know just it, it's like that window into what it was like for us growing up it's like well this is how i ended up you know this is how gen xers are the way they are <laughs> like this is why we think the way we do because those like things are just a little different for kids in the 90s um and uh, I don't know if like was it maybe not quite as optimistic. I don't know. What in the eighties? No, in the nineties. Like the eighties oh, yeah. is really optimistic in terms yeah. of like nineties was, was definitely was, like, fucking rose colored glasses. Yeah, on it took everything. a nosedive yeah. in the nineties, especially I mean, after Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Well, I, I'm thinking more like childhood. Like like we like I reflect on the nineties as being more like you know high school college, and it's more like the grungy music. Like that's kind of that experience. But like if you're a kid, like a five year old to 10 year old kind of you know yeah because you were born like literally 1990 or something you know you're probably not listening to nirvana maybe you are yeah but i but but it's the zeitgeist Catherine. the zeitgeist it's in the air i mean in the same way that you know truly even though my brother was only five or six in the 80s Uh that culture rubs off on you yeah whatever that kind of you know i mean it's it was happy dippy you know the music was just Stupid, yeah, but, oh, but amazing. Yeah, the, the movies were equally equally dumb and amazing. Somehow. But I mean, I think everybody yeah. also has a particular, you know, attachment to the, you know, the decade, the decade they, they grew, grew up in. Grew, you know, exactly. Yeah. But well, well you and know I think what? a lot yeah. of people feel that the '90s were really upbeat, which I, I don't I mean, I don't know. I was I was in college at that point, right. so like I was all about you know indie rock and you know weird art movies and right i don't know wim wenders and and uh mystery train and <laughs> freaking i don't even know like <laughs> it's right. a blur right. a blur of indie rock right and, uh I, you know i mean so like and then of course i don't know but uh but the 80s is a, is a very singular yeah uh, thing that i feel like um you know kristen and josh all of us, you know, uh-huh. I mean, even my daughter who's, you know, just coming up now, you know, sure. there is, you're wearing a Save Ferris t-shirt today. I, am. I mean, yeah. and I, like, I think I've said, like, I don't even know that I can even count how many times I've seen Ferris Bueller. I saw yeah. it nine times in the theater. Okay. So that gives you any, like, 
when it was just put out. Yeah. So that gives you, that's a head start I already had on Ferris Bueller. And I know that it's like, it's got to be in the tens, like 30, 40, 60, 70 times. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Sophie and I watched that and it's a perfect movie. I mean, it's just. Right. It it is. It's perfect. And and I feel like Ferris, I think he does embody every Gen Xer. It's that whole, I don't need anyone's permission to do things. Um, and you know, like I'm not going to follow the rules just because they're there and you know, I'm going to create a great experience for the people I love and you know, cause it's the world according to the way I see it. Right. And, and that's, you know. And I feel like that that's, yeah, that's a lot of those movies. It's you don't stop and take a look around once in a while. You, you might miss you it. You might miss it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. and Catherine, what a beautiful segue. Yay. Oh, yeah. I don't mean yeah. you're, I don't, you are not writing a beautiful segue. Because <laughs> that is, there's no such thing as a beautiful segue. There's no such thing as that. No. <laughs> But that is a really good segue into yeah. our topic. Our topic. Yes. Today. Yeah. Yes. It is. Um, so we're talking today about uh, this this concept for for weddings that there is, um, you know, like like out there in the world of, you know, uh, of morality, like that if you do something wrong, you might get, you know, like, oh, if I'm speeding, I might get pulled over. I might get in trouble. Like there's something I could that you could actually take a wrong turn and end up in trouble somehow. And, and you are going to be, uh, so you have to kind of keep your eye out for the police, right? You have to like watch out, watch your, you know, make sure you're not doing things wrong. And I think in the world of weddings, there's people feel this sort of pressure from outside forces that like, if something isn't done right, they're going to somehow get in trouble or like they did it wrong or they screwed it up or, or something. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of pressure, you know, p- partially because it's a, you know, age old, mm-hmm. you know, tradition. People have been getting, yes. getting married for who knows how long. And, um, it's, you know, it's a big deal and it's, you know, I mean, not to jump the gun here, but it's yeah. legally binding. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there, there are reasons why people feel, that it's you know something that they have to make sure that they do extra correctly right and and i think that um the uh the place to start the conversation i think is that there are i mean the traditions have been around for so many decades that it's sort of been melded together to where you're like wait what is actually technically a wedding like mm-hmm. what is technically like what technically makes you married? Like are you required to even have a wedding in order to get married? And it's funny cuz like I think that the general public feels that there's like a requirement to have a wedding and like and and you know and what constitutes a wedding? Like do you have like just walking down the aisle is that right. pa- is that part of what legally makes you married? Like it's really interesting that there are like there's so much a lack of knowledge out there on what actually makes you married. In fact, it's funny because we we just you and me we just talked here recently for for the vow exchange um you know here in Kansas City that you know we specialize in small weddings so we elopements that sort of thing. Yep. And we have a pretty we have our smallest wedding. What is you know a mini ceremony is for roughly about five hundred dollars. You have fifteen guests. It's a five you know it's a five minute ceremony and ten minutes of hanging out, taking a few pictures. You can walk down the aisle and all that stuff. But we've learned that there are a lot of couples out there that's even too much. They're like, yep. we don't need all that. Like we just want we need the piece of paper. We just want to be married. We don't care about all that stuff. So we literally just added an option. It's one of those things where if, you know if you're the right kind of couple, you call and ask about it. 
um, where it's like a legalization meeting. And, um, and so it's, it's, you know, it's stripped down. It doesn't have all the, you know, there's no walking down the aisle. There's no standing up at the front. There's, you're not required to hold hands during it. It's, you know, it is legally what is the bare minimum so yeah, that when like, you walk out the door, you're it's, actually it's married. one step beyond notarizing it, yeah, a piece of paper. It kind of is. And in fact, we looked up like, okay, so what is the yeah. bare minimum? Yeah, so is, what is it required? Yeah, yeah. What is actually required to actually make you uh, married? Make you married. So the very bare minimum of what is required to Read make it, that legal, to make your, um, your marriage legal and the process of getting married is first, you need to have a declaration of intent. And that is most commonly recognized as the, do you take so-and-so to be your so-and-so? And then they say, I do. And, um, and you know, and then, you know, for both of you. And the second piece of that is a pronouncement. So I now pronounce you officially married. You know, you don't even have to kiss. There's no required. You may now kiss your bride. That's not even required. You know, you know, you're not, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Congratulations, right? So that's it. That is the only thing that is required. So yeah, to uh, intent, yeah, and then somebody to pronounce you. Yes, that's it. Obviously, and you also. I mean, that is to say, you also need the marriage license, the license, the, yeah, the, the paperwork, paperwork. Yeah, but as far as the ceremony, the actions that happen yes, during the ceremony, the actual ceremony. Yeah, that is that is, and you need witnesses. Yes, and for most, and I think states are different. Right. Missouri, now, hold, yeah. Does, hold on, disclaimer. Yeah, we are not lawyers. No, we, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. are not. We're not. Yeah. So like, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> we we know what's we definitely know what's required in the state of Missouri, so that you right. know, you know, all our our marriages are obviously legal, but um the uh but yes, in Missouri, you're required two witnesses. Uh, other states might have different requirements in Correct. terms of like maybe you only required to have one witness, or, or some some places you're required to have a blood test, or uh, some some states you're required to be a certain age or whatever. Right. Um. So there's slight you know slight variations depending on the state you're getting married in. But you know in Missouri, you know there are those certain check boxes. Two witnesses. You need that declaration of intent. Uh, declaration. Uh, oh, sorry. Pronouncement of being married, and you know the signatures on the piece of paper, and that's that's it. You're you are technically married. Like right. Everything else is just just for you. It's just for fun. Yeah, it's for your own personal, whether you're religious or not religious. That is all separate. Right. Um, there is no. I mean, yeah. yeah. No matter what legal website you go to, what you know, at whichever state, you're not going to find anywhere there that says that you know, you're required to walk down the aisle to a certain right. length of song, or you have to have certain people standing with you, or any of that right. stuff. It's yeah. all basically required just to, to have a best man and a right. Of honor and, you know, and all, all of yeah. those numbers of things that you so may many. believe or attach to this really simple legal stuff, which right. you know, and like I said, it may vary a little bit from state to state, but for the most part, it's going to involve some of these elements that we're talking about. The license, you know, somebody to officiate it, a witness or two probably, and then, you know, the intent and the pronouncement. Yes. Basically. Basically. So and then beyond that, what do we say? The sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, really, it's... Um, and then I, the last piece of that, too, is that the person who is uh, conducting that actual ceremony does need to be of, uh, uh, of an official status. And there's two ways for that to happen. One is you are a member of the court um, that is um, bestowed with that ability, like a, a, a judge or some, you know, a, a, an officer of the court in some way. Um, the other piece is you are a member of an, uh, uh, like a, re a religious or a, um, actually a congregation what is the I'm trying to think of the exact term not like it's not even specifically religious affiliation but 
um, where you have um, you're recognized as a like a, a public congregation and therefore you um, for religious purposes have the ability to solemnize a marriage so uh, so as long as and that's for a lot of folks they do get ordained online and through and so there, like, yeah there are two or three and probably more than two or three but two or three large ones that yes. are you know like universal life church yeah. things like that where they they basically you know as long as you're part of this group you right. can you know it's like interfaith it's, and it's part of the it kind of falls under the law of being yep that's cl- as close as you need to be to be and it doesn't mean you believe in god it doesn't necessarily mean that there's like some you know um you know, mystical or spiritual element to it. In fact, I believe the Universal Life Church, I think it's them. Uh, I might be getting my congregations com- like switched, but there's one where it's like, you just believe that, um, that uh, adults have the ability to choose their life partner yes. and that you don't, yeah. um, you don't see any restrictions on, 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 on who can decide on, on who and like like right. men can marry men basically women can marry as, men. as as long like as it's, it's not, consensual as long between as it's two consensual yeah. yeah and it's a loving yeah then that's it that's all that's required like and so it's like a very like it's a core set of beliefs but it's not necessarily even rooted in spirituality or no. religion or anything i got ordained a few years back to um marry a couple of my friends who were homosexual and uh, were are <laughs> it was the same sex wedding. It's I still are. What I'm trying to <laughs> say is the same sex wedding, and it had just recently become legal. It was uh-huh. a pretty cool uh, thing to be part of. I mean, these are good friends of mine anyway, but um, they asked me to get ordained, and I did it online, which was surprisingly easy. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, you're you're right. There were a few. Um, basically, you had to agree to a few stipulations, like you said. You know, basically that you know you'll you know follow the follow the laws of your state, kind of right. thing, and also that you you know generally believe that you know people can choose their own partners and you know that's kind of the there are a couple of little tenets of this particular organization right it uh, it wasn't universal life church but um it it, i mean it was it was really cool and um you paid a certain amount of money to get um your certificate and they send you a little you know like a little card you know you can put your wallet and then they also sent sent me like a huge um, you know, booklet of materials Aww, and you know how to fill out the paperwork, cool. and it was yeah. like even some samples. Sarah, it was they were really awesome, and you know I feel like, um, you know that probably has become even more of a thing now with you know same sex marriages becoming legalized. You have more and more people who um, are wanting to yes. you know to be ordained, and yeah. so it's nice to have people just any old person yeah. like myself, like yeah, yeah, who just choose yep. to do that. And anyway, so yeah. but yeah, there. So that's that's it. That's the legal part. Of that's it. the legal part, and um, so everything else is literally icing on the cake. So, um, but we wanted to talk today a little bit more about like what is you know what is behind this this feeling that there is more required of your you know your wedding celebration than what we have literally just described and you know again weddings have been around for decades they've sort of morphed in meaning over over the centuries like from like back in the days when women weren't considered you know autonomous like adults that had their own individual rights they needed to sort of be property of another household that was you know sort of governed by a yeah. man uh, a male 
And so families would arrange their daughters to go be now part of somebody else's, you know, so father is giving his daughter to another man to be like, now he's the new head of your household and he's going to oversee your care and, 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 and your life. And then you, you know, you start your <laughs> you own family, it, but I'm making a really, <laughs> it's like, I know I'm being very like practical in this, but inside I'm like really dying. Icky. I'm like, it's hard saying as out loud that that it's was really, actually ever icky. the way it was. I'm so it's glad so that, icky. you know, I mean, good Lord. I'm so glad I was born in the late seventies. Oh my God. I can't, <laughs> I just can't even imagine. I would have not survived <laughs> during the, those days. No, I would have been, no, 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 I would have no, been, no. Like, <laughs> I probably would have been like, I, I mean, women were beaten and spanked for misbehaving it would it might yeah i lord help the poor man who would have married me back no. in those days i mean no way <laughs> i know how it's uh yeah i mean <laughs> yeah <but> those <laughs> traditions i are are hope thankfully uh yeah. mostly behind us but yeah, yeah. I mean, so that and, and so there were like things that made you know those arrangements you know official like the dowry i think we mentioned this maybe was last episode or something where we're like what an icky concept that you had to pay somebody to take your daughter like yeah we'll make a really nice party for you if you'll just take her off our hands take her out yeah just take her oh my god you know because because this is a good household he makes good money he's got you know he's got a good career so your daughter's gonna be safe in this house so you're just you're trying you're basically trying to hire them to be the you know yeah, the husband of your daughter. Yeah, I'm like trying not to throw <laughs> up in my mouth right now. Yeah, it's yeah. so well, awful. I, luckily, we have. I mean, and not in all ways, but culturally, we are evolving in some yes. ways, and that's something to be really thankful about. It is. Uh, you know, I mean, yes. yeah, we touched on a couple of things. You know, like yeah. you have the right to choose your partner, right. and uh, yeah. you have the right to. Um, be an autonomous human being in the world no matter and what not gender you are <laughs> yeah and not be somebody's yeah. property yep. i cannot tell you how yeah. many people when um they ask about the christian ceremony that we do because we uh-huh. have that as one yes. of our options at, yeah. the, at the crossroads you don't say i you know they I, are I'm always like of my so yeah is yeah. there property language in here things in the bible that that kind of have that yeah, tone the, and they're very the, yeah. wary of it one yeah. of the um, like I promise to obey yes, you and um, you know like, people are like is there, is there any of that in there you know we want to make our parents happy there, there's got to be some religious right. language but, but we're not you know we're not about obeying each other <laughs> we're like, like yeah, this better, is yeah. Christianity light you know there's yeah. no fire and brimstone yeah it's exactly not right. it's certainly not going to be anything like that <laughs> but that, yeah, yeah we don't we're not hardcore yeah it doesn't get yeah <laughs> right where were we what was I I just totally went off the off the tangent there that's all right we're we're just talking about um uh, the traditions of oh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dowry, the dowry, oh. and the other thing, like veils and wearing white and all that stuff. You know, there's a lot of you know steeped in sort of sexist tradition. Yes, um, and another one is giving the bride away. And it's funny actually, we have an efficient um, who works in our group, who we love, you know, we love dearly. He's such a like such a delightful, wonderful man. And it's funny, I had a really good conversation with him, and I always learn so much when I talk to him. Uh, he, he said. He says, I've never, I've never been a fan of the tradition of giving the bride away. So I feel like, and he, oh, he's a very progressive man. You know, he, he, he believes women are their own, you know, they have agency, they're right. their own human. Daughter of two, uh, I'm sorry, also the father of two daughters and yes. a very progressive no, this wife. Is a different guy. Oh, different guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Our, our, our eldest gentleman in our group. Oh, oh, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I've never been a fan of that tradition of the bride being given away. I, I feel it's kind of sexist. And I said, you know, yes, the 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 um, original tradition of the giving a bride away, like basically she's no longer my problem anymore. Here, take her, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like 
it, uh, yes, that is it, it is rooted in sexist um, and you know a tradition. But mm-hmm. but I would say in modern day culture, uh, we now incorporate that tradition, but it means something totally different. And and I think it's actually kind of an honor. It's sort of saying, I am as a woman choosing a new life. I'm starting a new life with a new person. And I want somebody to walk with me into that new life. Right. Right. And it's not always your dad now. And this is how it is nowadays. Like, you know, I would say it's it's still pretty predominantly dad walks daughter down the aisle. It's still fairly traditional in that respect. A lot of girls Uh, want that, but there's a lot, I would say 50%. I would say 50% of our couples have someone else walk them down the aisle as mothers. For example, both of their parents, brothers, sisters, kids, the best friends. A lot of that. Yes. Oh, I love it when the best friend walks the bride down the aisle. Yeah. I mean, or alone. So we cool. know a, a girl who's solo walks. right yes. before she got married, her dad died recently. Like, right. I mean, r- right before, like maybe five or six months before right. her wedding. And it was sort of a sense of, um, I don't even know how to put my finger on what, what the emotion was that she captured. But there was something about her walking down the aisle by herself kind of head held high you know yeah. like i can make it through this i don't know because was, because of my dad's love i can do this alone kind of a thing yeah, yeah. Oh, i know like we're immediately getting this guy <laughs> i can mm. see in your face yeah. <laughs> you know i love it we get a little mushy but <laughs> it's very but yeah but it but it's interesting that that's an example of a tradition that was you know once considered you know sexist and and it was rooted in sort of sexist you know, reasoning, but has been redefined by modern culture. And I think actually has, um, it's really about the choice of the woman to walk into a new world on her own, on her own terms and right. her own way. And, yeah. uh, and we're kind of getting off onto the processional thing in particular, but, and I think this is a great place to go, but I also wanted to say too, that, you know, um, it, you don't have to walk down the aisle. Yeah. None of that's required. You don't have to walk down the aisle with anyone. No. Something I'm seeing a lot more of is couples walking down the aisle together. Yeah. I love that. I do it's too. Like we're, both, like we're both heading into this together. Yeah. <laughs> like and I mean, and there's something. We're both walking I mean, into the unknown together. <laughs> I think, the, I mean, I love that moment of watching somebody walk down the aisle. There's something really cool. They're coming to, you know, you coming to them or something yeah. like that. And I, I still love that moment. Um, I don't I think I've actually seen it the opposite way too where the guy walks down the aisle to the girl maybe once or twice not a lot mm-hmm. um, but I've definitely seen yeah. um, couples walking in together yeah. and I just think that is uh, I love, I love that. it it's yeah. really cool yeah no it, it's very cool but but I think that you know we feel that I think today that there are rules because these traditions have been around for so long like mm-hmm. decades and decades and and so, you know, we just kind of wanted to review like that, that those traditions um, don't n- don't make your wedding legal and they're not required. Right. Um, so that's. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to kind of like, you know, just put a big umbrella over this where it's like, yes, you know, I think that a lot of times when I meet with couples, they uh, they do feel like, you know, wait, you know, how do we do this right? What you know, is there a right way to do this or a wrong right. way to do it? And I think that's a legitimate question yes. because there is, you know, there, like you said, centuries of yes. of tradition and, you know, all kinds of, I don't know, rules or whatever yes. that are, of course, constantly changing. Right. And then there's also a legal component about this. And, and, you know, the, you know, the example I was using is that, you know, if you have a 50th anniversary party, 
there it's just a party. It's just a party. You know, there's not like yeah. nothing nothing happens. You don't legally. have to get remarried. <laughs> there's no legal like yeah. recognition of no. being or you're you stop being married at 50 years somehow. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but it, this particular <laughs> event actually has a legal component to it. Right. And because of that, I feel like it sort of sheds a sh- a light or uh you know uh, casts a shadow uh-huh. over the whole event that makes it feel like. Well, you know, the other what are the other requirements, you know, like, you know, and, and, and of course it can, it can, you know, it's little tentacles can reach into, you know, all sorts of things like shoes and, you know, veils and food and whatever, I mean, you name it, you know, I mean, and you know, that's not, so there's, there's that legal piece, the traditional piece, right. Or the traditions piece. And then there's also. Yeah. The world. There's the world. Well, and this is the other thing. And this is actually, I call them the arbitrary things because these things are actually arbitrary, but, but they're, they're so part of our culture that people just naturally assume we're engaged, we're getting married, time to start planning all this stuff. It's peer pressure. And it's peer pressure. Yeah. So a lot of this comes from um, like most of us have attended a wedding, you know, in our lifetime before mm-hmm. we get married and you're going to attend them after you get married. And, you know, there's like, you know, kind of taking a notice of, oh, they chose to do this or they did that or, you know, and I feel like that if you're now engaged that you're kind of starting to pay attention, like what should my wedding include? Should it include the things that I've seen done in all the weddings I've ever been to? You know, do I need a signature cocktail at my reception? I mean, like, (laughs) uh, you know, do I need to have, you know, yard games with personalized bean bags with our monogrammed initials on it? Do I need a mini Kleenex box. <laughs> I was just gonna say that with <laughs> fucking happy tears on it. Happy Do you need that? What episode? That was wedding porn. That was my big fat pornographic wedding. You'll get that reference if you go back and listen to that episode if you have not already. <sighs> oh but yes, it's exactly right. That like, is not, by the way, if you go to the uh, <laughs> you know the legal uh, you know no. <laughs> documents needed in the Missouri you must make yeah. two hundred <laughs> miniature miniature uh, individualized. No, wait a minute, portion Catherine, size on that serving. Pinterest thing that you found it said it's a must, must. it's M- a must m-u-s-t all caps <laughs> all caps there it is you can't yeah <laughs> along with your marriage license two witnesses and 200 single serving tissue boxes with kleenexes <laughs> that have a little and it has to say happy tears has this has a little tag on it, it says for your happy tears <laughs> it's anyway, a must no okay. must but maybe not maybe not <laughs> so, go ahead so but yeah but, but the, the weddings you attend and then also obviously um, online visual reference so like all the blogs Pinterest or not even online magazines um, I mean gosh we are we're always seeing images of people's weddings everywhere and it makes you feel like well okay so I guess we have to do that now right because that's mm-hmm. what everyone is doing it's almost like I mean we, we've talked about this in previous episodes like um like just because the beauty magazines show you always wearing makeup, you know, and you have to, you know, that I guess that's what women do. You have to look that way. You have to be that size. You have to kind of follow those right. standards <laughs> and, and because that's what's presented to you. And it's, it's really sad because it's like, guys, none of that's required. Like, no, it's totally made up. Right. It's completely made up. Completely, completely, completely. You know, I, I, as like I mentioned, I'm, we're watching the office, uh, because we're behind, you know, everything. We were watching uh, Jim and Pam's wedding. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, so I'm, again, I don't think I'm spoiling anything because most everybody in the world has already <laughs> watched all of these episodes. Right. But and if they haven't, the, they probably didn't have an interest in it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so you know, like but, th- you know, they realize, they basically are saying to themselves, why the fuck 
did we invite all these people? Right. You know, this is supposed to be about us, and they just leave. They yeah. don't leave, and yes. they get on a boat or a, whatever, a ferry yeah. in Niagara Falls, and they're yeah. like they're totally drenched, and it's just the two of them, and they it's find so romantic, so romantic, oh you know. And of course, Jim is always it. like, you know, this was like my, my, my plan. You know, I was actually gonna, you know, try to see if I could marry her the first day I met her, but this is uh-huh. plan B. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean. I more and more and more love the, you know, the non-traditional, the, you know, the more private, the better. Yeah. The, you it's know, authentic. The it's real. It, this yes. is, it is nothing but you guys. Cause that is, that's all there's ever going to be. Once all those people go home and the cake is consumed, it's just you two for the rest of your lives. And that is it. Right. Like that is, yeah, there's, well, and I mean, yeah. Catherine, I don't know if we're ready to, you know, go onto this topic. Cause, um, I mean, I, I'm thinking about talking, um, about like, so what are the, what, what are the real repercussions of doing wedding, doing a wedding your own way? Right. Well, and I think like, I think we feel like, again, like there's like some police officer or some like legal, uh, again, not just like the, the law, I guess, but some, this perception that there is this governing body or entity of the general public that is going to pass judgment on you right and almost like review your wedding or some shit <laughs> like, like yeah. almost like fucking rotten tomatoes for weddings right like, metacritic like, <laughs> right it's like you know like this is a splat 20 percent wedding <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous i know people. i mean and, and, and it doesn't exist and if you use that, that too, like exist. you know you have the critics you know who are going to be like you know just the, your regular average joe people who come to your wedding who are like friends acquaintances yeah. that you know and then you have your parents who are like they, they're they're definitely like up there like they're paid yeah. critics they're up and then you have <laughs> the critics. you know you have the and then you have the people who are like um um you know maybe working for the film the film industry itself and it's like they are the, the actual police people who are like I, this i'm going i don't even know where my analogy is going here but i mean <laughs> what i'm trying to say is here, that yeah. like you know there are di- there are different entities that you're assuming are actually critiquing you know that are kind of creating that metacritic score right. and you know like you got you got to score high in the legal aspect of things not to mention you know you have to have the feels and you got to have the happy tears boxes and yeah. you know all this shit and you know what's my score how did i do right did i do okay right and it's usually and like <laughs> you got the highest score you got like a 98% tomato meter or whatever or metacritic <laughs> if if your wedding got covered in a blog holy shit or on a mag magazine or or something like got pinned a few times oh we made it we we achieved the best rating are you kidding me come on that is not this is what the hell people like no no no, that is not a thing and all like it is and all that we're really getting fired up we are (laughs) but all that really is is that you know so okay so let's just pretend you do get your wedding you're 98% Metacritic fucking Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> you are like the freshest perfect. fucking tomato ever. Fucking perfect wedding. Yeah. Right. So that gets uh, put in a blog. For what purpose? Right. To make other brides feel, feel inadequate about and other couples choices? feel like they're... Yeah. Oh, no. You Stop. love each other more. That's really... Right. Your marriage is going to last longer, Amy. Don't you know? <laughs> that is like... If you don't get a 98% fucking score on your wedding, your marriage will never make it. <laughs> it will never make it. It will never survive. Oh, my gosh. 50 years of it marriage or more. Most of the critics it's at my wedding were crap. so disappointed in... You know, why? Yeah. I mean, it's like, this does not exist. No. And I say it almost at every single meeting that yes. I have. And not because I feel like I have to... Re- I mean, I have to repeat myself because it is a 
common yes common misperception misconception yeah that there are rules aside from the very basic legal things that we discussed at the very beginning of this episode yeah there are no rules no rules and you can you can stop yourself right there you know right as soon as you start you know sort of creating these you know guardrails for yourself or 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 you know hurdles for yourself to jump over you know i mean you find this beautiful red dress that you want to wear by god yes buy you it. look amazing in it wear like it, get it you feel so fucking beautiful in it guess what you found your wedding dress get it get yeah. it I mean, and uh, I mean, you will be so happy when you look back on that day and you remember how you felt. Maybe right. you have some photos of it, you know, perhaps. And but but ultimately, it's like that was you and your moment and your day, the way you are as you as you. <laughs> yes. Only you do you. You do you. Only you Boo-boo. can do you. <clears throat> That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I and I think. I mean. I feel like we might uh, come back to this topic, yeah. you know, this fuck the, the wedding police topic <laughs> as we as we police. move on. Um, <laughs> thanks, NWA. We're totally naming this episode BWA, by the way. Brides with attitudes. <laughs> fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go listen to some some music. Okay, some white I, girl rap music. I know, today. like right. <laughs> okay, quick disclaimer. Clearly, we're not saying the real police. Yeah, we we, we are, of course are huge supporters of the law enforcement. Of course, no, 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 and, no, 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 and, 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 our, and our traditional municipalities. We are specifically talking <laughs> I about weddings. I don't think here. we need. To. I'm just making sure people get so fucking sensitive nowadays. No, 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 no. We're not that. To, what we're saying, we are saying, you know, you have to like sadly say that. What we're all all we're saying is that the laws that yes. that that surround actual weddings are few, few and they do not involve yeah. the color of your dress they no. do not involve who walks down the aisle with you those things what are you serve your, par- your party is not required yeah. none, none of, of it's required none of it's required so that is all we're saying is that you know if there's there is a uh, there are real laws and then there are perceived yes. laws and yes. that we you know if you want to make yourself feel better go to the uh quarter of deeds website and yeah. take a look at what the requirements are to get a marriage license and what is required in your state to right. actually have a legally binding marriage yeah and there is where you start that is your square one as your yep exactly right once you've once you figured out those pieces and got that figured out then like you know you can dream it, you can do it whatever you you envision mm-hmm. is your wedding speaking of i mean i don't know yeah. do we want to talk about yeah i think I think this is a perfect time to talk about. Okay, <laughs> welcome to another segment of, and then just get married at it. <laughs> so this is yes. this is a segment we we this is actually we we've done it a few episodes back. Um, so the the general premise is that there are a lot of things you can do that are so fun and so wonderful and such a joy that you can just do things that you do every day often. Um, and that you can just get married at it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Okay, so such as what? What are you thinking of this time? Catherine? So you know, <laughs> think about like when it's like the holidays, right? And and we're gonna we'll say Thanksgiving, not Christmas, because Christmas has again has like too many like um, expectations placed around it. But Thanksgiving. But hold on, wait a second. Yeah, hang on, I'm gonna back. Yeah, up. okay. What if we don't even go there? What if it's a random Saturday night? But that's what I'm saying. Like, but not even not even a Thanksgiving holiday because that also has pomp and circumstance attached to it. Possibly, but I think the the general sense is like the people who you would include on that day, like sure. the people you love, is usually who you spend Thanksgiving with. Mm-hmm. So like you know, may, you know, um, and whether it's a friendsgiving or a family 
affair something or maybe in somewhere somewhere in between a friends giving and a family affair like your favorite your favorite people your favorite people and you're going to have them over for dinner and you know and say it's uh you know say it's a potluck you know say this is the theme of our dinner uh bring a dish you know kind of figure out all that stuff and you know you're at home where you know this is the center of your universe your home you know Mm -hmm. and you it's it's exactly has all your favorite things in it all your favorite photos it's got your pets in it you know it's got like all the things you love is at your home and and say you put put maybe you have a table and you put your table together where everyone's going to gather around this this really wonderful delicious dinner and maybe you put together a cocktail or two or um, not or or yeah or not like a bottle of wine here you go you put it on the Mm -hmm. table some empty glasses let people kind of pour themselves you know their own drink when they arrive and and everybody's just hanging out visiting just like a normal saturday night but with your favorite people yeah okay we've all probably had an experience like this and awesome and it's so fun right when you get together with your favorite people just just to have them over for dinner and just have a nice dinner night just a nice dinner party yeah yeah. and it could be i mean i keep i keep saying you know like or not because it's like you know i love the fancy super fancy dinners but i also love the (laughs) takeout i love the potluck do all takeout sometimes i mean i'm a big (laughs) cook i love and and i like i said i've sworn off catering Uh uh-huh because it's just such a grind yeah you know, my commitment now is that I only cook for people I love, like friends yeah. and family only, yeah. you know, and only because I want to. Right. And so like I, in this kind of occasion, I could see like doing homemade pasta and bolognese, yes. you know, and something that like took, takes all day to cook or two days or yeah. paella or something like yeah. that, like where I would even cook it right. and, and share it with my family because right. those like, I love, right. Not, not because I, there's pressure, right. Because I love, because that brings that. you joy to do it. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much, you know? And yeah. so, you know, yeah. you could even go that way. It doesn't have yeah. to be, and it doesn't have to be fancy. Like no. I said, it could be it could be any food at all. Yeah, but Uber eats this dinner for you, you all we Uber care. <laughs> the point is, gather around the table with with your favorite wherever. people over a meal. Okay, so so we've we painted a picture that most of us have experienced this really fun night at least probably once in our life, if not multiple times. Sure. Now imagine at this wonderful dinner with all you're laughing, having such a great time. You and the person whom we described earlier is the legal has the legal ability to to solemnize and legalize a marriage, which we learned today can be a friend who gets ordained online, online if you want, right? And you've got your marriage license, and and again in the state of Missouri, you've got your two witnesses, and you just get married right there at your dinner party. No, there's no aisle, there's no dresses, there's no any of that stuff. You don't have to. It's not required. It's not required. You and just then, got married. And- and and you sit down and you have your dinner with your with your people. Maybe you even get like a little wedding cake to share or something. If you like want that. it, if you want, yeah, or not, or, or not. <laughs> Maybe it's just your favorite, you know, um, a ga- gallon of you know bluebell ice cream. You know, mm. it, it doesn't matter. Like like all that stuff. I mean, it's not none of it's required. And there are wonderful ways that we gather as as humans, as as friends and family members. You know, get together and. And life feels beautiful and it feels joyful. And then just get married at it. Yes. And, and think about the people who are there. Scrap the $30,000 <laughs> bullshit that is that, you'd be that the public to spend makes you think. To do something Holy like cow. You'd be pressed to spend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, $200. Like all out. Like if you went like beef tenderloin. <laughs> right. You know, like the like really expensive Got lots champagne. Of, I, would, I would be. My, my budget would have be blown on all the wine and dudes, like <laughs> whatever you get you, spend at least that just you do that. whatever but, you feel like you need to do yes. but, but i mean i love the idea of it being you know just whatever makes 
you know, your evening feel special. Something that you would just do on a Saturday night with yes. your with your favorite people. And yeah. I want to tell you that if I was invited to somebody's wedding like that, I would feel so. Um, I, I don't want to say the word honored because it sounds so corny, but I would really feel yeah. like I was. Yeah. It felt very special about being there. Made and the shortlist. Made the shortlist for like this is like exclusive. Yeah. This is far different and better, I think, in a lot of ways than the big rager. You know, right. where it's like I was invite. I was one of twenty people invited to this really right. intimate occasion, yeah. and yeah. yeah, we only had barbecue, but who cares? Yeah. In fact, that adds to the yeah you know, sort of the um you know like you don't eat barbecue around just anybody. Right. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? Awesome. That's awesome. It's kind of like a. <laughs> Farting so, in front of somebody. It takes a great deal of trust. It does. It's messy. And you know, like, I don't know, things in your teeth and whatever. Sauce but, all over your, your yeah. forehead now. Yeah. yeah, you gotta, you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But exactly my point. So that, so that is just yeah, another segment and then just get married at it. And yes. so, I, you know, this whole episode is really, you know, you know, fuck the police wedding police fuck the wedding police fuck the wedding police and we, we back you, the boys in blue but yeah, just not, the, not the boys in blue but not the wedding boys in blue the the the, the there's no uh, such thing the the their what, imagination the fabricated right. wedding boys uh, boys in pink girls in pink i don't know i don't know what that would know. be <laughs> but um but yeah they don't that, exist they the don't dream exist. here we go they only exist in a cheap trick song Oh, the oh, dream! I don't know that song. The dream police. See, this is just like they live inside thing. of my head. The more, the more you yell it at me, does that make me suddenly hear it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I oh well, earlier. no, I wasn't yelling. At, I wasn't like you don't know the song. I was just getting excited about how great that song is. <laughs> I love it so much. And yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, too bad we don't have the rights. We can't play it at the end. I was going to say this would be a great way to end the end of this episode. Anyway, go out and listen yes. to the Dream Police uh, song by the by Cheap Trick because <laughs> that is what right. the Wedding Police are. They don't right. exist. They don't exist. Yeah. No. And hopefully, hopefully this is helpful for folks as they're you know <laughs> thinking about you know what to do with their wedding day and and just if anything you know just to kind of reset the clock here, reset ground you know sort of um, square one, ground zero, whatever you want to fucking call it, <laughs> but that. When you start with the marriage license and your county and state's requirements for marriage and go from there, yeah. literally that is where you start. Everything else is totally your, you, you know, your vision, your imagination, you know, whatever, whatever you can conceive of is your, your, your possible for your wedding. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's what we got. That's the whole kit and caboodle there, friends. Um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this. <laughs> Whatever. This journey. No, both of us. <laughs> we're like, ah. was it the Dream Police? Is it where where I went <laughs> off into the Cheap Trick is an underrated band, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, thank you for joining us for yes. episode eleven. Amy Rizzo, Catherine Hogan, signing, signing off. off. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. We'll see you next time on ID Rescue.